Hey, how you doing? This is Wade with Wade for Wireless. And welcome back for another episode of Wade for Wireless with all your wireless updates, news, and information. Just sit back and relax. Hey everybody, this is Wade with Wade for Wireless, and today I want to thank the FCC and OSHA, Department of Labor, because they teamed up to use their superpowers for the good of the tower climber. <sighs> Yay! Uh, <laughs> so excited! So, I'll give you some background here in a minute, but basically this is the OSHA and FCC best climbing, best tower climbing practices document that they just released with the input from the industry. And I'll get into it as soon as I think Tower Tracker Pro, towertrackerpro.com. They have all your closeout package needs all combined into a software as a service that step you through the closeout package process step by step. Tells you what pictures to take, tells you what data to fill out. And before your climbers leave the site, remember one site visit, that's the key. They get all the information loaded in there. They get everything handed to them, but they also upload it to the cloud. So they have all that data, step-by-step, step, everything handed to them, everything clearly in there. They take it with their iPhone, their pad or whatever, and they send it off to the cloud. Someone at the office checks it right away before they leave the site. And then they can come back and say, hey, this picture didn't turn out so well, or hey, this picture doesn't look great, or hey, you guys are awesome. Leave the site, hit the next site. That's what we all want, right? Yeah. So thank you, towertrackerpro.com. I also want to thank Tower Safety and Instruction at towersafety.com. Plus, Tower Safety and Instruction also has a website, Teltech College, T E L T E C H hyphen college c-o-l-l-e-g-e.com teltech-college.com where you can get your drone training tower training scope of work training safety training 5g training all the stuff you need right on your laptop to get started in the tower industry or to update your training guides or the osha training or certification that you might need so why not do it teltech-college.com Get your training there. And yeah, the drone training is pretty cool. It is freaking awesome. Also, sign up on iTunes or Android for Wade for Wireless uh, uh, podcast. I would greatly appreciate it. Leave me a review. Tell your friends. Tell people that aren't your friends. Tell people you love. Tell people you hate. Let your family know. Just, you know, for crying out loud, get the word out there, will you? Get the word out, people. Also, I have my books, the LTE Deployment Plan, available in Amazon or PDF format. And I also have the 5G Deployment Guide, again, Amazon, PDF. And I'm coming out with the Smart City Planning Handbook. That's right, the Smart City Planning Handbook is going to be released here, oh, I hope sometime in August. I'll have a big press release. It's going to be a big deal, big deal to me, but I have a new book coming out. So make sure you tell all your friends, buy my books. I would greatly appreciate it. And I would I would say, I love you. <laughs> That's what I would say. So now let's get back to thanking the uh, two superpowers of the government, OSHA and the FCC, OSHA's Department of Labor, the FCC, for doing everything they can to publish the guidelines to an industry 
in which people die every year. And when people die in this industry, there's two groups, just so you know. While you have the Department of Labor who comes on site to try to sort out what happened and do the full investigation, you have the Hubble Foundation, H-U-B-B-L-E Foundation, HubbleFoundation.org, that will actually help the families through this time of crisis. You also have the Tower Family Foundation, TowerFamilyFoundation.org, who also tries to help these families through this horrible thing that's happened to them. Whether it's an accident, whether someone, and when I say accident, it could be fatal or they could be seriously injured. And a lot of these guys, when you fall a couple hundred feet off a tower, you're normally seriously injured for life. Or when you get hit with an item that's falling a couple hundred feet off a tower, you could be seriously injured for life. It's going to change your life, not necessarily in a good way. But some of these guys overcome the problems. They do amazing things. And I kudos to them as well. But you have the Tower Family Foundation, towerfamilyfoundation.org, and Hubble Foundation, hubblefoundation.org, that help these families and the injured parties get through this with counseling, with money, with aid. They do what they can. They also have scholarship programs for their children. So it doesn't just end like, you know, a few weeks after. It's, it's there for an assistance program. Okay, so... OSHA and the FCC have put come together, and this started like way back many, many years ago, 2013, 2014, when they put together a group from each one, and I will thank them here in a minute, but right now I just want to go through what they did. What they did was put together a task force to understand what the tower climbing industry faces as far as problems and fatalities, and that's because a lot of people have died in this industry, and if you're wondering uh, how to find out how many people have died, Wireless Estimator, and I have the link, wadeforwireless.com, under this blog, which is OSHA and FCC Best Tower Climbing Practices. They, uh, Wireless Estimator, Greg Lacutus, Lacutus, Greg Lacutus, I really should have practiced his name. Sorry, Craig. <laughs> I apologize. Just look up wirelessestimator.com and just look up how many, uh, you, you can look up tower industry fatalities wireless estimator on Google, and it'll it'll take you right to the article. It's a really good article that covers back about over 10 years, probably 15 years or 20 years. But you begin to see how many people have died in this industry. And the OSHA and FCC knew they had to do something to make this a little bit better because it just seems like up until 2014, everyone just pointed the finger. You know, people blamed the carriers, people blamed the climbers, people blamed everybody, everyone pointed the finger, nobody cared. But really, it was a combination of everything, you know, as uh, not necessarily the best training in the industry. Uh, everyone wanted to cover their their butts, their ass, everyone to cover their ass. And you had the carriers that said, you know, we didn't do the work. The contractor did the work. They're at fault. And then you had the contractors. Well, the carriers made us do six sites a day with, with four people, and we can't do that. You know, ridiculous deadlines. And then you had turf vendors, which AT&T came up with that model. So they had somebody in between them and the tower climber. And I know they did it for money and to drive down the cost of the uh, climbers, which they did a great job because now climbers don't make squat. Way to go, AT&T. But the reality is that's, that's what happened. It, climbing really became a commodity. A lot of the talented uh, guys, if they stayed in it, it's because they found the niche where they could make money. I know the broadcast guys still make decent money and broadcast is very intricate work. They deserve to make that money. But I know in communications, a lot of these guys are laying off. The work's not there. 
and it really does go to the uh, bottom feeders in many cases, not always. But a lot of guys make a good living off of it. They got plenty of work. They make a good living. They make a decent buck, and they're happy. I, I know I paint doom and gloom in a lot of cases, but let's just say it used to pay a lot better. You can tell I don't climb anymore, right? I do more engineering sales, planning work. I consult. I write books. I teach. I coach. I do things like that. So I'm not currently active in the climbing industry other than I bid work with the climbers. That's really all I do. I don't even talk to the climbers as much as I used to because now my focus is more on the ground and I digress. I'm sorry. Let's get back to what the, let's get back. It's not about me here. Sorry. <laughs> I made it all about me and I apologize, you know, but these climbers, they risk their lives so that people can use Tinder on their smartphones. It's a big deal, you know, Tinder. I don't even know what it is. Never used it, but. I hear a lot about it. But the FCC and OSHA, it's all about them and what they did. And what they did back in 2014, I was at a meeting at uh, in Washington, D.C. at the FCC office where they had a meeting to go over what we could do to improve the industry, to save lives in the industry. Because by the time those charities come in, like Hubble Foundation or uh, Tower Family Foundation, it's too late. Someone's seriously injured or dead. It's too late. We're beyond help. So what we want to do is prevent these accidents. We want to make the job as safe as it can possibly be. Because once something happens, for one, I got to be honest with you, I don't learn much because the lawsuits, the first thing the lawyers do is tell everyone to shut up and they sign gag orders. I never hear from them again. I hear from their families. I, I actually hear from them. That's not true. They tell me what's going on, but I can't, I can't write about any of it because the lawyers, and trust me, I've had this happen. The lawyers reach out to me. I got to pull the blog and pull everything. It's just uh, one of those things. So anyway, thank you, OSHA. Thank you, FCC. They had the meeting back in 2014 where they actually listened to us. They put out an RFI, which is a request for information, which hopefully as many of you that saw it, that knew about it, that heard about it, responded to it and gave honest opinions and honest notes about what's going on. And this, when I say honest, you could be honest and anonymous because that's the way they let you respond. So whenever OSHA and the FCC come together like this, we really have to do what, what, what uh, we, have to, we, have to, we have to respond in such a way that helps educate them. That was the purpose back in 2014 of the workshop to educate them to make sure they understand what's going on in the industry. They're trying to help. The only way they can help is to get the word from the front line. So, but, and they did, they came out with the best practices. I have the link in there. So if you want to see the link, you, there's several places together. You're just going to have to go to Wade for wireless. I have all the links in there, but first I want to thank the people that worked on this for three years to put it together. And it's basically, uh, I'm, I'm just going to list them. Claire Wack, attorney advisor, FCC, Jessica Duma, regulatory analyst, OSHA, Michael Jansen, associate chief, FCC. Listen, they have a lot of other letters there, okay? <laughs> I'm just going to say FCC or OSHA. I'm going to make it easy in the podcast. Aaron Patterson, regulatory analyst, OSHA. Joseph Jenkins, team leader, marketing and outreach, office of apprenticeship, ETA. Matthew Warner, attorney advisor, FCC. Now, when you read the documents broken down into different parts, we have the introduction and the background, obvious, right? General topics, they go over general topics. So that's rather obvious. And they also have, I'm sorry, computer issues, but they also have, um, it goes over an overview of, um, of what they have. But first, they forget all that. You know what's important here? 
They go into each part of the tower industry. You have the tower climbers and the ground crew employees. The front line, they have guidelines for the front lines. Very brief. It's very, you know, open. But that's because those guys should know what to do, in my opinion. So then they go into the carriers and tower owners. Those two groups have been pretty hands-off. So they go into what the carriers should do as far as requirements, what the tower owners should do as far as what they, what they should do with their towers. Then they go into the turfing vendors because a lot of these problems were created because you had turfing vendors that just thought you hired contractors to do work. They didn't understand the commitment, the responsibility, or the things that need to be done here. So you go over that. And it's, it's very high level. I'll have all the details in there. You know, first of my opinion, these guys had to be mentioned here. Turf vendors, in my opinion, create a lot of this problem. They've come a long way, baby. Now suddenly they're responsible. They have training. They have processes, procedures. They understand what the tower climber is going through, and they understand how to create the deadlines so that they are realistic and not crazy. They don't drive people to their death like they used to do. So turf vendors have come a long way. The turf programs come a long way. It's really improved. So as long as they have the work site practice and everything clearly laid out, they're fine. The next thing is the tower construction and maintenance contractors. They lump them together. But tower construction is very serious uh, industry. And I think these guys, the guys that are still in tower construction, it's a tough business. There aren't nearly as many clowers, towers being constructed anymore. So it's basically an outline for those guys as well. Now, if you want to learn more, I have all the information in there. Like, uh, like OSHA has the communications tower site now. Uh, OSHA has safety guidelines. Uh, there's uh, NCS.org has the journey to safety excellence. I have their phone numbers, OSHA.gov, FCC.gov. And I have the actual document link in there. So if you're interested, I would highly recommend that you get in there and you just take a look at it. It's very high level. Like if you get in there and expect to look for a detailed account of how to build your program, it's not there. You're going to have to work with someone like Nate, which I have feedback in there from Nate. Uh, I believe uh, Todd Schlackaway of Nate made a statement, which I, they have praise for it, obviously. Wireless Estimator did a great job of putting together the voices of the industry and everyone in there. And again, Wireless Estimator and just look up OSHA, FCC, long-awaited communication tower best practices guide. And the other thing, Jeff Williams uh, put a, a nice uh, post out. He's a public safety guy. So he put a nice post out summing it up as well. So I highly recommend you get in there, you take a look at it. And I just want to thank the OSHA and the FCC for their putting out something for this. It's been three years of work. And even though it's very high level, it's a good outline. It's a good place to start. And I just appreciate what they did. And I want to thank them. Again, this is Wade Sarver. I'm on Facebook at wadeforwireless.com. I'm on LinkedIn, Wade Sarver. And I am also uh, sign up for my email, let people know you heard this. If you feel it helped or you feel it's interesting, just share it. Give me a review. Give me a review on iTunes if you can, all right? I appreciate you guys. And for all you climbers out there, the FCC and OSHA, they really do care. They really are trying to help. I know a lot of times you guys look at them as the enemy, but they're not. They're really there as partners in this business. It's just that you don't see them until something bad happens, and that's very sad. All right, everyone, be smart, be safe, and pay attention. Now, remember, I have the LTE Deployment Handbook. I have the 5G Handbook, the 5G Deployment Plan Handbook, 
And I also have the tower climbing an introduction book. And I also am coming out with the smart city planning book. Be safe, you guys. See ya. forget you have the wireless deployment handbook out there that's right at wadeforwireless.com you have the wireless deployment handbook that is on sale now and now it's available in paperback on amazon can you believe it wireless deployment handbook available on amazon in kindle version and paperback and also available in pdf go ahead check it out wadeforwireless.com Hey folks, it's available, the 5G Deployment Plan. That's right, the 5G Deployment Plan Handbook. I have the ebook out there for you in Amazon paperback, a full color 8.5 by 11 inch version, the Amazon Kindle version, the full PDF on Cellfi, and the full PDF on Gumroad. It's all about the 5G deployment. Go to wade4wireless.com and look for 5G Deployment Plan. It's in there just for you. I'd like to take a moment to thank my sponsors, Tower Safety and Instruction, found at towersafety.com. I'd like to thank them for all the good work they do in training. They're an accredited school out in Phoenix, Arizona, but they serve people nationwide for all your tower training, safety, and drone training needs.